Hello and welcome to Checkside Chats, Sample's exclusive fortnightly news podcast. I'm Zach Milbank, Sample Media Producer, and on this year's second episode, we will catch up again with our very own Beck McMahon to review an eventful opening two rounds of the Host Plus Sandful W League and preview an exciting round three this weekend. We'll also catch up with emerging South Adelaide star Senna Goulden, who has relocated from Sydney to not only help the Panthers win their first two games, but achieve her personal goal of playing at the highest possible standard. Well, Becca, yeah, it's been an eventful first two rounds of the Host Plus Sample W League. What do you make of it all? Yeah, look, it's been a great start. I think, um, again, we're, we're seeing the the hard work pay off of pre-season. We're heading into season seven now, and um, I think the game between North and Norwood, just, just a showcase of how far the girls have come, particularly since mm. season one to where we are now, and um, all the other teams have just followed in suit, so... It's been a really good start to the season. It was a high-scoring game, that one, the the season opener, and yeah. to the point where it actually set a new benchmark for the highest losing score, Nord yeah. score. So it um, just goes to show that, um, yeah, the shootouts are starting to come along and happen a little bit more often. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know if you want the title of being the, the highest no. or losing, <laughs> losing one ever, but uh, no, it was really good. I thought it was a great way to, to kick off season eight, uh, sorry, season seven. The ladder looks uh, incredibly symmetrical after two rounds, doesn't it? We've got two teams yep. on two and zip, yep. uh, two teams on zero two, and then we've got four teams on one and one. So it's incredibly uh, even. And uh, yeah, I guess the, the, well, is it really a surprise packet that Westies are two and zip? I, I suppose it is on last year's ladder position that they were won the wooden or claimed the wooden spoon. Yep. But um, there were some murmurings at the Host Plus Sample W League season launch that uh, they would be a, a big, strong improver this year. And it's looking like it's going to be bang on. Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, they've done so much work, new coach, new players coming in. Um, probably structure is, is right up there. The girls have got a fresh mind and, and someone else to, to sort of bounce some ideas off. But um Something I've really noticed with West Adelaide, their pressure is is exceptional between okay. their first two games. So um, they've had some quality oppositions in in both Glenelg and North, and they've mm. come away with some wins. So their pressure is is just elite at the moment. It, it certainly is interesting to get your thoughts on that because I guess um, we all see the the glitz and the glamour of the offensive side of the game, and yep. we're certainly seeing that through someone like Lauren Young at the moment. Yep. Um, her presence has just made a huge impact, hasn't it? Well, you've got three really key people in that making to go through the spine. So you've you've got Lauren Young, who's obviously returned. So she's doing that dynamic duo stuff, particularly from the 70 to 80 metres out. She does her work up high and then she'll mm-hmm. come back in for the leads. Kelly Baltrop, obviously it's super handy having someone like her in, in the mill. So... Um, that takes away a key defender straight away. And then you've got Lucy Boyd, who's coming off the half back line and just using her feet perfectly. She's worked a lot on her kicking over the summer. So she's just really sort of setting them up, setting up their runners, setting up Paige Allen, Jess McAleno, all of those girls to just punch up forward and do work. So just a couple of small little Mm. tweaks has really just helped their their whole game. Yeah, and certainly Lucy Boyd, I know, is knocking on the door of a Powerade breakthrough uh, player nomination. That's not going to be too far away, that is for sure the way she's playing, which is good to see. Um, Some other recruits and and players that I think have made a bit of a difference to the Bloods 
Um, Beck Hanson, knee Owen, great to see her back and uh, the former skippers certainly making her um, presence felt. And then obviously Paige Allen, who came across from Central District. She looks like she's got a bit of a new lease on life. And Eilish Ross comes out of the Richmond AFLW program and she's certainly added some talent and experience to the mix. Absolutely. Eilish is, uh, you just watch her work right around the grounds and she's just everywhere. Uh, Really helps out defensively. Um, She's just a really, a sneaky little player that goes about her business and just does it quietly. So um, Paige has just been lighting it up on the wings, both in both weeks. You can just see her grab it and run with some extreme pace that she hasn't seemed to lose over eight, se- mm. um, seven yeah. seasons, which is very frustrating. But anyway, zeroing in on her fiftieth Sample yeah, W is. League game too, which is good. It's uh, it's good to see another pioneer come out and, and be a campaigner in our seventh season. So um, yeah, wish her the best of luck for that. But um, another little youngster that's that's doing well in that group is Ruby Ballard. She's okay. really you know the Ballard name we've heard so many times mm. before, but um, yeah, relation. But- yeah, younger yep. sister. Okay. Yep. yep. So younger sister and, and um yeah, Abby sort of drives her to training every week, which oh, is really cool. cute. So yeah. um yeah, it's it's been really cool to watch Ribs. She's she's an inside mid yep. when she's on her best day, but she's also a very pressuring forward. So all those little things are definitely mm. helpful. So we know Abby originally came from a small community called Kuman Duke, Correct. which is sort of uh, just outside of, well, not really, it's a good solid hour outside of Murray Bridge, <laughs> it really, is. isn't it? it? Yes, and it is, on yep. the way to Canalpin and the main highway to Melbourne. But yep. um, is Ruby still living there or yep. and commuting? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, from all reports, Abby's uh, doing the hard work for mum and dad and, and mm. just repaying the favour a little bit while she's got a bit of time off for the crows. So, how good's that? A um, little Great bit story. of sister bonding, and I love mm. it. Yeah, that's terrific. That's what footy's all about, isn't I agree. it? So, uh, the Redlegs, your ex-side, uh, 0-2, but um, it's quite misleading, isn't it, given they've lost both their games by two and five points respectively. And Brad Snell, uh, yeah, he knows he's round the mark, but that's not going to do him any favours when he looks at the premiership table. No, and and knowing that you've only got Megan Gaffney for a couple of rounds, maybe six if you're lucky, it's really important to get some points on the board mm. while she's still here. Um, but uh, you sort of just notice there's some niggling injuries around the camp as well. So Ali Farrell didn't take the park this yes. weekend either. And, you know, there's there's probably just a couple of little niggles here and there, which is very frustrating for him. And he's not able to, to put his, you know, elite side on the park, which mm. is, is going to be really tough. But they're doing all the right things. Um, there's obviously got to be a loser every week. But, yeah, they've just obviously got a, a little cog missing and, and just get that connectivity to, to finish it off on the board. And, of course, the other side that is Owen to at the moment would be West Torrens, uh, Narelle's crew, not that far away either, are they? No, they're not. Not I did speak to Rel over the weekend, and, and naturally she's pretty frustrated because she's <laughs> not winning games yet. So um, I think both of those coaches will be will be frustrated with it themselves, but they'll still be happy with their group's performances and, and where they've come from where they are now. So I don't think it'll be too long and they'll have some points on the on the board. Uh, South Adelaide, how are you seeing the Panthers there? Two and zip as well started uh, very solidly under Rick Watts. They're just a team that keeps grinding away, don't they? Mm. They kind of fly under the radar every year. Um, by their their first year, they came in in 2018, but they just fly under the radar and get things done and keep putting points on the board. So they're working really hard together. Um, Goulden, she's been outstanding. Looking she, forward to chatting to her on this week's edition. Oh, she's an outstanding human. Um just to lay those tackles after tackles after tackles and bounces back up and then just goes, gets another disposal. So I think she's been a really good find for South Adelaide this year and just fits into the, the midfield for them. 
She has indeed, and she's actually leading the competition in tackles too. Correct, so, correct. Um, yeah, she's making her presence felt in that department. Um, Lily Baxter looks like a talent, and they just keep to keep unearthing youngsters from their local zone, which is great to see. And that's what's so perfect about their program that they set down there. They've set the benchmark, I think, for the development of the next generation of talent, and absolutely, Lily just keeps coming through in leaps and bounds, and she'll represent heavily in our under-16s program. Still... Eligible for that, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked two beauties uh, from fairly long range on the weekend too, yeah. which was uh, certainly caught the eye. On the topic of young players, starting that um, off with Lily, uh, who else has impressed you um, after two rounds, Beck? Uh, well, we've already touched on Lucy Boyd. I think she's having an outstanding start to her season after putting a, a whole bunch of work into her kicking in the off-season. Um, obviously, there's still a couple of things that are, are key to work there. Uh, Sasha Taylor, she's been doing really well for North Adelaide, um, played in the in the Development League in week one, missed out last week due to, due to injury, but um, she was just so damaging and, and nearly got him back in, in the game just by scoring herself. I think she ended up with one goal three or something like that. Mm. So, um, you know, just touch up her, her accuracy and she'll keep them in the game. Jade Visser, she's just super handy uh, out on the wing for North Adelaide. Runs all day long. Mm-hmm. So having her and Caitlin Pope on either side is yeah. pretty dangerous, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, there, there are a couple of kids okay. that I really enjoy out of there. Obviously, Sinead Goody, she's doing great things she's just such a workhorse you see her over the weekend and she's just a cut above the rest yeah um her bounces on the wing and that was an incredible passage of play about five or six she could have had two more and just done the the goal goal herself she was just a little bit cooked to hit that Mm. pin perfect mark but um you know just be a bit selfish goody and do yourself but then she, uh, late in the last quarter, a great intercept mark and then hit up Chloe Newton on the lead, which yep. was terrific play and set up an important goal late and then ended up kicking one herself as the Eagles came home hard late. Yeah. But it wasn't enough. No, it wasn't. But, um, yeah, it's not through a lack of trying through for goody. Piper Window for mine. Uh, I really like uh, the way she started the season. Obviously won the Round 1 Powerade Breakthrough Player Award and she's leading the competition in clearances. Yeah, she is. She's she's finding plenty of the ball. Um, and over the weekend as well, it was quite exceptional to watch Matilda Shells and the Piper Window show, to be honest. Mm. Um, just sort of rucked up straight down to Piper and, and that's how she probably got five or six of her clearances. So um, she ended up with 11 for the day and that just shows how much of a bullet a gate she is. So, yeah, um, yeah she's... She's, she's flying and, and she's going to be a, a really important person in our under-18s campaign. Another player who the AFL scouts are looking at closely, Isabel Starmer, looks like uh, last year's certainly no flash in the pan. She's started really well with her new club, North Adelaide, and actually third in the competition for disposals already. Yeah, she's. I think she's playing as a second ruck as well to mm. the Tia Braid. So, yep. um, you know, a really really helpful person to have around there probably for north i think they're probably still trying to unearth their key forward to be honest mm. um that's probably where they're lacking so but yeah izzy's come out firing and uh just taking a leaf out of where she finished off last year at centrals good to see uh round three of the host plus sample w league uh, it's throwing up an absolute cracker a top of the top of the table clash already yep. uh, the two teams that are unbeaten south adelaide and west adelaide at flinders university stadium on saturday night that should be a beauty it'll be absolutely great i hope the weather weather obliges a little bit there and yeah. isn't it blowing a gale yeah so, um yeah that'll be a cracking game who do you think I actually reckon West are going to take it. Okay. Um, yep. I think they've got a, a fair bit of pace on the outsides. Paige Allen's 
probably going to run a mark. Plenty of room there yeah, to use that. Plenty of room. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll back West in to win that one. Yeah, oh, that'll be sorry, Rick. <laughs> he's he's no doubt listening. Um, <laughs> got to pick someone though. All right. Uh, Sturt and Glenelg that shapes as a beauty on Sunday, the standalone game at Theberton Oval. Yeah, it does, and I think uh, Indy Rashid comes back in this week as well. So right, okay. Um, yeah, she's in. You know, chomping at the bit to get back mm. out there for a double blues. So um, that'll be a really good game, I think. And uh, Chelsea Packer made a huge impact for Glenelg over the weekend, kicking two goals and, and helping him over the line. So um, it just frees up a, another forward to go out and do something else up the field. And, um, yeah, that's going to be a really good game. It certainly is. Yeah. Gonna, Stand alone. You're going to ask me who's going to who I'm going to tip. <laughs> well, if you want to. Oh, no, nah, your turn. Who who is that? Oh, me? this one. Yeah. Um, Being an avid think, baseman yeah, yourself. Yeah, well, that's true. But um, I think the Double Blues might carry on the form that they wound up against Central District. They looked very ominous in that game and and certainly quite potent. They've got multiple scoring threats, and um, yeah, I think that might be enough to get them off the line. But I could well be wrong. That's so. all right. <laughs> um, Thank you very much, Beck. Before you go, actually, while we've got you, um, what's ha- what's the latest in the under sixteen SA Girls Academy space? Uh, being the head coach, yeah. Look, we're we're travelling well. Um, we've focused the last couple of weeks on on some really specific things as we try to look to cull our our forty five man squad down to down to thirty. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, it's been a really good couple of weeks on the track. I'm really impressed with the girls' attitude and, and mm-hmm. willing to want to be better. So um, you can see straight away as soon as they come out there, they're just sponges and yep. there's nothing better than having 48 sponges in your squad. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be really tough to cut that down. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's some really elite talent coming through. Excellent uh, to hear. Very happy I've retired when I did um, <laughs> because there is a bunch of jets coming through. So. Um, yeah. That's great. Fun yeah. for you to nurture them through. Absolutely. I've got such a great coaching panel as well. I really enjoy working with the people I've got, so they make things so much easier. So once that squad is trimmed, yeah. where to from there? And I believe there's two games scheduled for the SA Under-16 girls team. Yeah, so our first game, we're going to head over to Melbourne and mm-hmm. play Vic Metro. Um, and then the following weekend, we travel over with the Under-18 squad to play in Perth against WA in a double header. Um, so they're going to be our two national campaign games, which is really exciting because mm-hmm. we've not played in that sort of format before. Yeah. Um, so it's really excited for those girls. And um, there'll be two girls that can go up and play for the 18s as well. They'll get the opportunity if they're, oh, right. they're good enough to play in the final 30. So, okay. um, yeah, we're allowed to play two up, mm-hmm. except for the game in Perth. We'll just play our best best sides. Yeah. Oh, looking forward to that, and yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, you make of the final lineup. Yes, I've got some uh, some hard <laughs> cuts to do. I have no doubt. We look forward to seeing that, Beck. Thank you again for your time on Checkside Chats. Thanks for having me, Zach. Well, Senna, how's Adelaide treating you? Very well, thank you. Yeah. What yeah. do you What do you like about it? Um, I like how like relaxed it is bit different to Sydney in that sense like mm. it's not as stressful and you just feel a bit more at ease just driving even not as much traffic but yeah it's pretty nice and chill which I like about it. Excellent and there's still the nice beaches and the like especially um, down there at South Adelaide uh, right on some nice sandy uh, hot spots. Yeah I mean I am biased nothing beats a Sydney beach <laughs> but they're not too bad we're living close to Brighton so we go down to Brighton a fair bit and the beach is down down there is pretty nice. Excellent. Mo- what motivated you to come all the way to South Australia? Um, Just 
to play some better, like better footy standards, I guess. Like back home in Sydney, obviously AFL is not the major sport in our state. So it's very hard to find a good comp around there. And especially this year, a lot of girls around my age that were playing that made the comp a bit better standard, I guess, or moving down to Vic to play in the um, VFL. And I had some ties down here in Adelaide and played a few games last year and was kind Mm. of pretty impressed with the standard and just how much more fun it is playing footy when you're playing at a better standard. So I thought I may as well come have a crack. Yeah, because you played the four last year with South Adelaide. Um, You must have really enjoyed that experience. Yeah, it was unreal. Like, I only managed the one win out of the four games, but it was just so good. Just even playing footy and girls like switching the ball and things like that, like getting a kick and a mark, you don't really get those kind of things in Sydney and it's just Mm. enjoyable playing and I tend to play better at a better standard as well. So Mm. you have more fun. And it's a unique ground there at um, Flinders University Stadium where the cars can go around it and honk the horn when you do something good. Yeah, it's bloody big as well. We don't have grounds that big in Sydney. So yep. that took some getting used to in our trial games in round one. But yeah, it's pretty good. You can play some good footy when you've got good oval sizes, I guess. And plenty, plenty of room for someone like yourself to use your speed and run into. Yeah, sort of. I'm slowly getting getting a bit more speed, but yeah, it's nice. It's nice lots of space to run. Ah, very good. Um, I guess the ultimate goal would be AFLW if you can get to that point. Yeah, it'd be unreal, but I also am not too bothered if it doesn't happen. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to play footy at just the highest level I can play at, yeah. whether that be Sam for AFLW. I'm not going to necessarily go out of my way and make footy my whole life because I know when I do that, I tend to burn out from it quite quickly. Okay. Um, so that did happen to me last year and I ended up taking like two months off footy completely because right. I just burn out. So okay. I like to just have footy as my outlet and enjoy it. And if the mm. the highest standards come, then they come. But if not, I'm not too yeah. stressed either way. Tell us about that experience. What brought that upon? Um, it was kind of just, I had, had a lot going on and footy was usually like my outlet and it was my, mm. my way of just like forgetting everything. And I was in my last year of studying, I was playing down here. So I was traveling every weekend and I was on placement as well, which was a nightmare. Mm. So I was just so exhausted and then footy just got too much and I was putting too much pressure on myself to try and succeed and get to that next level, I guess. And I just burnt out and lost all passion for it. So okay. I had to end up taking a couple of months off, which sucked because it was my happy place and I didn't have that anymore but it was definitely for the better. What was the moment where it started to become your happy place again? Probably just going back to club footy like at that stage I was doing a lot of stuff with like the Swans Academy and was in like Mm -hmm. a bit of a train on program kind of thing they had going with the Swans AFLW side and I just went back to like local club footy and was just playing with my mates again and just not putting any pressure so I think that was pretty nice that's probably where it changed and then coming back down here as well um, post January it was just so good everyone was just so welcoming and I just felt so Mm. comfortable and just a lot more at ease which was nice. And someone like Rick Watts is uh, an incredible fella very welcoming and and very caring in terms of um, what girls are doing off the field too. Yeah, he's unreal. He's probably one of the best coaches I've had in my whole life playing footy. Like he just lets me go out there and play footy and then if if I'm not feeling good, he tends to know as well. Like okay. he can pick up on those those hints. Maybe him having a little girl helps as well. Yeah. But yeah, he's unreal. He's probably definitely one of the best coaches I've ever had and he's the reason why I'm able to come down here and just play footy and have fun and I guess perform all right out there, I guess, Yeah, sometimes. you're having fun at the moment. The Panthers off to a two-and-zip start, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so good. 
hopefully we can start kicking some more goals and be a bit more dangerous. Yeah, well, you, you looked like you were going to on uh, Saturday night, but um, suddenly stopped. Yeah, which is <laughs> the same in our yeah. track practice matches as well and against Sturt. Like, we start off so well and then we just die down a little bit and let them back in too easy. So it's lucky we've got an incredible defence. Mm-hmm. Our girls in the back line are awesome and they really hold us up strong and we've just got to try and get in a bit more scoreboard pressure in the next few games. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I guess for... Um, the listeners that might not have seen you play, how would you describe yourself as, as a player and, and what your strengths are? Um, an inside midfielder. My um, strengths definitely probably like my physicality and my tackling. I tend to um, do a fair bit of that. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely like inside, get it out. But this year I've tried to focus and the club has been awesome. Like Easto, our midfield coach, and Rick are trying to get me to be a bit more outside as well okay. and um, get my my kick's not too bad. Um, they, they want me to be one of the ones delivering it inside as well. So that's okay. one of my challenges this year to try and get a bit more on the outside and not just stick to what I know and what I'm good at, I guess. That's great. You've yeah. got something to work on throughout the season. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And you're tackling, you're already leading the competition. I'm not sure if you spotted that after two rounds. Yeah, I did get shown that. As much as I didn't want to see it, yeah, I did get My friend got sent it to me. What is it that you love about tackling? I don't really love it, okay. to be honest. I'm, and I don't really like being, I'm not, like, don't like the physicality too much. Yeah. It's just yeah. something that I just happen to do, which is funny because we have a running joke in my family, like, my brothers don't like to tackle too much, but I seem to <laughs> seem to be the one doing it for everyone. <laughs> ah, very good. Um, yeah. Who do you model your game on? If I'm is being honest fun? with you, I don't really have, okay. I don't. Like I do, I love footy and I like, enjoy watching my brother play, but that's about the only other footy I watch. I don't really, don't really watch it too much, so I, I couldn't really give you someone in particular. Not Georgia Garrett. Oh no, no, <laughs> no I do love her though. She's one of my best friends. <laughs> we play a very different game of football though. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you did you grow up playing together in Sydney? Or? Um, well, no, we're from two different parts of Sydney, so we okay. only really met um, in our we'll probably under 17, but in the under 18s, um, nationals or like New South Wales team. So we went up to nationals together and we got quite close to that week that we were away. Hmm. Um, me, her and another girl, Zoe Harrell, who was on the Swans list. We, the three of us just got really, really close and our friendship hasn't died off, which is unreal. So it's That's definitely excellent. one of my favorite things about footy is the friendships you make. Yeah, for sure. Cause yeah. you never know when you might link up again too. Yeah. And it's pretty funny cause we all live in three different areas of Sydney. So it's probably about a half an hour drive from Zoe in, in my house and then it's probably about an hour to George's but you make the time to see them because you just the friendships are mm. so strong and that footy is like that binding thing that sort of keeps us together. It certainly does and yeah. you've touched on your brothers a bit already in the interview for the listeners that aren't, aren't out or that aren't aware of uh, who your brothers might be. Um, probably the listeners here in South Australia might be a little bit more familiar in a way with your eldest brother Adam yeah. because uh, certainly the South fans would be because he was an excellent uh, wingman for the Panthers for about five or six seasons when he played down here and of course your other brother Errol who uh, is hot topic at the moment uh, playing really good footy with the Sydney Swans. Yeah well Adam's sort of the reason why I came down to South because we did have those family ties and he reached out to Sharpie and was just asked if I could come down and have a crack last year and they were so welcoming so I'm lucky that we had those ties mm. with Adam um, and then Errol obviously he's the reason why I play footy because we are 15 months apart so oh, right. we grew up pretty much in each other's pockets like always mistaken for twins yeah, and right. so when my parents threw him into footy I, they sort of threw me in as well 
and we just went through like juniors together and then um yeah I definitely wouldn't be playing footy without my brothers Adam's probably the biggest influence I had that has on me he's the one who taught me how to kick okay. he, um always critiquing me and what I can do better but yeah. also is yeah he's just such a good supportive older brother and I'm so lucky to have both of them because Adam's gone into coaching now, I understand. Um, Is that right? Or? No, he's not. But he's always just sort of had that coaching like aspect about him, I okay. guess. And also just being the older sibling, like yep. we, we go to him for everything and we'll say, can you watch our vision? Can you do this? Yeah. Can you do that? And I think Errol would vouch the same. Like If it wasn't for Adam, neither of us would be playing 40 or succeeding okay. to the level that we are. Because there's a bit of an age gap. What is yeah. it? Yeah. Adam's 10 years older than me. Yeah. And then we do have a sister. Okay. So then I have an older sister. Yep. She's eight years older than me. And then mm-hmm. um, Errol and I are 15 months apart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's almost like a, a pseudo dad in some respects. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think also him coming down to Adelaide made us all closer as well Mm -hmm. in a sense because he was so far away so we valued that time we had together when we came down and Errol and I were a bit younger back then but we definitely appreciate him a lot more now and appreciate that the person he is and Mm. he used to be a bit of a not a nice person but he's grown into a really good person (laughs) and we're very lucky to have him oh that's good yeah Errol, um, you must marvel at what he's been able to do in his early the early part of his career yeah he's incredible like I'm so, so incredibly proud of him, but I'm not really surprised. Mm. I suppose being in the four walls, we see, I see how hard he works. I've never seen someone work as hard as he does. And all he wants to do is just to be the best version of himself on the field and off the field. And it's incredible. And I couldn't be any more proud of him than I am. So that's really fueled you. Yeah, for sure. I see how hard Mm. he works and I see, I see the sacrifices you have to make and like just little things down to diet. Like he's, okay. he's worked so hard on those things. Like you don't have a day off. If you've got a day off, you still go in and you do extras mm. and things like that. And I see how hard it, what he works off the field and it sort of shows on field because he can go out there as a 20 or 18 year old in his first game and have an impact like he did and then mm-hmm. continue and be in the senior side playing in a grand final in second year of footy. Like I see that hard work does pay off. So yeah, he's amazing. What was it like for you in the backyard growing up? Um, I was always bigger than him. He was always pretty okay. little. So I won, I won the physicality, but his favorite thing was to try and take specky on me. Ooh. So I, I still have trauma from him trying to jump on my head about every single time we'd go out in the backyard. Ouch. Yeah. It's not, not enjoyable being <laughs> at the bottom of it. <laughs> no, I couldn't imagine it would. Um, someone else who's had a big impact on your career is your mum, Bronwyn. Um, she's gone into coaching Aussie rules, which is excellent and coached you, um, not only at local level, but also in the Swans Academy. Yeah. So mum's the reason why we all play footy as well, being Victorian and dad, because mm-hmm. dad's Turkish, so he's got okay. no idea about it. But um, <laughs> mum's the reason we all play footy and she, yeah, is working at the AFLW now, the Swans side as their backline coach. And she also does a lot with the academy. So she was my academy coach last year. And she's amazing. She has like an incredible ability to talk to people and she knows how to articulate what she's saying. And she just has an unreal footy brain. And for someone who'd never played footy, mm. you'd, you just, yeah, it's amazing. And I'm very lucky to have her as well. And she's doing amazing things back in Sydney. So it's pretty good to watch. Is it tough at the kitchen table to separate mum from being a coach and, and vice versa at times? Mm, nah, especially now as well, like her and dad, and it's the same for Errol like, and Adam. They just sit mm-hmm. back and watch. They just, they let us play footy. They let our coaches coach and they just okay. let they be parents. And then if I do happen to have her as my coach, we're pretty good at separating it and focusing on footy when we need to and then 
being mum when I need her to be mum as well. So we're oh, very good right. in that sense. You must be missing her a bit now. Yeah, yeah, but my family, we're all very close and we, we don't mm-hmm. like to be away from each other. So I've actually had all five of my family members down. Oh, right. Yeah, so I had mum and um, my two older siblings around one and then Errol and dad and mum came around too. So, oh, awesome. Yeah, we're pretty lucky. And mum used to work for Virgin, so flights we oh, can yeah. get pretty cheap. So they come and annoy me as much as they can. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Um, see if you can keep that run going, someone at every game. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's coming <laughs> this week, which is a shame because it's probably going to be Top the best the game tape, out yeah. of the two, but that's all right. Yeah, it'd be a um, good experience for you to play uh, against someone like Lauren Young. Too. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty ignorant. I didn't really know much about her until the start of this season being in Sydney. Like, footy doesn't get spoken about, mm. um, but yeah, she looks unreal and she's been pretty good the past two games, so definitely someone we'll have to keep an eye on this week and mm-hmm. try and shut her down as much as possible. Indeed. Um, off the field, you touched on it earlier about when you sort of got burnt out and you're on placement. Um, you're studying nursing. Um, where did the passion for that come from? Um, I'm not really sure. I sort of just fell into it, to be honest. In year, year 12, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I was sort of always a bit interested in paramedicine. And I did get into paramedicine and nursing at uni and just went with nursing because it was sort of like the smarter career choice. Um, and study-wise, it was shorter and easier to get into paramedicine after. But now that I'm in it, I've really enjoyed it and mm. definitely excited to be able to finish my degree and just get into that. How much more do you have to do? Well, I should have finished last year, but I <laughs> failed a subject. So I have um, one more subject I have to complete that's not until next semester. So I'm just okay. having some time off now and just focusing on footy, yep. and then I'll get into that and finish hopefully at the end of this year. That's good. So yeah. would you ideally start some of that? placement here in Adelaide or you look to do that back in Sydney? Or um, I don't. So my subject that I failed has nothing, has no placement. So it's just, okay. um, it's like a couple of classes and a couple of, assi- couple of assignments. So I'm not really decided what I want to do when the season ends. I'm just going to, just playing footy, just taking it game by game and then mm-hmm. see what happens when the season's finished, whether I go home or stay down here. In the meantime, you're applying your trade as a barista or... or- I hear. Trying to, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, mum, mum and dad a bit of, um, have a restaurant and cafe back in Sydney. Oh, right. So um, as pretty much as old as I could be, I was thrown into the restaurant as a waitress. And then okay. when the cafe opened, I jumped in there and got out of the restaurant pretty quickly and just helping behind the coffee machine and whatnot. So working at a cafe down here now, mainly mm-hmm. front of house stuff, doing okay. a bit of coffees and waitressing. How's that going? Yeah, it's really good. It's mm. lo- I love where I work. I love the people I work with. They're all amazing. I'm very lucky that I found somewhere like that. That's great. And then yeah. very um, uh, flexible with your footy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really good. They give me Saturdays off, which is good. And then I work Sundays usually, but they let me have a bit of a sleep in. So that's all right. Give them a plug. Yeah, it's Gang Gang in down Unley Road. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but they've good. got quite a few venues like they're yep. um, at the Fringe at the moment in oh, Food yeah. Truck and they've got... Um, a shipping container and like to a venue in the city as well. They're everywhere, so you can't miss them. What's your favourite drop with a coffee? What what's your? What? I'm a latte kind of girl okay. with oat yeah. milk. Yeah, oat latte. What do you make the best? Do you think? Probably lattes are the easiest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what's the most challenging to make? Um, I struggle with a flat white because I always froth the milk too much, so it's not very flat white-ish. It's more cappuccino, but most people don't know the difference. No. If, you, if it's takeaway, you can just pour the milk in. They've got no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your technique then to get around that? Um, Like the flat white? Yeah. Just take some of the froth out with a spoon and then pour the milk in. 
Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, we really appreciate your time, Senna. Thanks for coming on Checkside Chats. It's been great to learn a lot about your upbringing and, and on and off the field and wishing you all the best for this year with the mighty South Adelaide Panthers and hopefully your great early season form can continue. No worries. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us on Checkside Chats. Don't forget, you can stay up to date on all things Sample by logging on to the Sample website and social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube.